Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 3260. We're going to continue our series of looks at the summer 2023 issue of Empire Magazine, this time focused on Andor and Skeleton Crew and what they have to tell us about those two series in there. Punch it! Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Boyvod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So we're going to cover Andor and Skeleton Crew, not much really to cover about Skeleton Crew. <laughs> we can get it all in here in one shot. First of all, the Andor part of the feature in the summer 2023 issue of Empire Magazine kicks off with an apt comparison to the Beatles at Chase Stadium. If you have any knowledge or memory of that, then you know exactly what they're saying when they compare that to the reception that the Andor folks got at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, I think it's you know, pretty much on a par. But Tony Gilroy also says that the reception for individual episodes of Andor was like having a hit play open every single week. And while I guess from a critical standpoint that seems to be the case, it sort of belies what the numbers were from a rating slash viewership standpoint. At least as far as we know, we're only able to get you know, a small fraction of the picture. And yes, we can kind of extrapolate based on what that small picture looks like for a bunch of other TV shows with Nielsen ratings, for example. But yeah, you know, yeah, it's still a squirrely proposition at best. Another of the highlights from the article is how multiple actors, particularly Genevieve O'Reilly and Kyle Soller, talk about the fact that despite the grand tapestry of Star Wars, that Andor's particular charm, or at least one of its particular charms, has to do with the fact that they have these very small domestic moments and they're focused on very personal kinds of stories, like with Mon Mothma's home life with her husband and her daughter, and with Kyle Soller, Cyril Karn's moments with his mother. But in addition to these fun little observations, there's also some tangible, interesting tidbits for what might happen in Season 2. For a start, they do confirm that there's going to be some sort of continuing dynamic between Cyril Karn and Dedra Miro. We don't know what that's going to look like. And Denise Goff says, you know, who has the power in that statement? And we know there's some sort of interesting thing going on because Blevin, one of Dedramiro's rivals, is having some kind of conversation with um, Cyril in some of the footage that they showed at Star Wars Celebration. They also talk about characters going in unexpected directions, and one of them held up for that is Bix Killeen, who is going to be undergoing something on the order of psychiatric excavations in response to the torture that she went through in season one. And as for the rebellion, well, on the small scale, we're going to get to see Cassian learning what it takes to be a spy within the rebellion and writ larger as more and more groups become involved with this nascent rebellion. What does that mean for the OGs, the original <laughs> rebellious people? And we're presumably including Luthan Rail in this. How is he going to react, especially considering how particularly paranoid and secretive he is and how much of an eye for betrayal he might have. And the article also reveals that it's 1,500 pages of script for this 12-episode second season. 1,500 pages just sounds absolutely insane. 
does make you wonder if we're going to actually have longer episodes in this season this time around. We do know, and we've discussed in the podcast before, that it's supposed to be in four three-episode blocks, and each block takes place within a year leading up to the events of Rogue One. We'd previously been told that the last one would be five days and walking us right into the events of Rogue One, but this Empire Magazine article says it's going to be three days. And then there's a brief little sidebar interview with Andy Serkis, who plays Kino Loy, where they try to get out of him something about the fate of Kino. And all they basically ascertain is that we didn't see Kino die, so we can't necessarily assume he's dead, and that's it. And Andy Serkis makes a joke about a Snoke prequel, which is pretty funny. And that pretty much covers the Andor stuff. And as far as Skeleton Crew goes, there's a much shorter profile there. It's a joint interview with co-creator Chris Ford and star Jude Law. And basically, it kind of rehashes the fact that these are very much inspired by the Amblin movies of the 80s, like The Goonies and Young Sherlock Holmes. And because of that, the kids are actually going to be in jeopardy. The secret, according to Kathleen Kennedy, was that these movies were not written as if they were for kids. They were written as adult movies that had kids in them. And Jude Law doesn't say one way or the other whether his character is any kind of Jedi, but he does say that his character is not necessarily to be trusted, that there is a sort of scoundrel element to that character, and a suggestion that possibly he is not always going to act in these kids' best interests. And so those are the highlights of the Andor and Skeleton Crew sections of that Empire Magazine Summer 2023 issue that I thought would be worth flagging for you. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.